Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the start line by two monarchs with an Amazon Prime special on motherhood. One is a comedian, writer, and actress who has toured with Paul Rodriguez. The other is an award-winning Mexican-American actress, comedian, writer, and producer. Both have moments of sanity and insanity in motherhood. We welcome Kayla Crawford and Selena Ringel. Hi. Friends, let's go beyond the mic. Comedy is hard. It's a challenge to find a niche and be able to tell a story that makes people laugh on a daily basis. And you both do it so well. How did you two meet up? Selena actually dated my husband. What? Years. (laughs) (laughs) This is not how we met. But years before we met, she dated my husband. What? And I happened, then years later, I was married and I was about to do a, a Pretty Funny Women show. And my husband looked at the lineup and he said, oh, Selena, that's a, a girl I dated years ago. And I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. I'm not a jealous person. So then when I met her, she's like, hey, it's so good to meet you. And I was like, yeah, you dated my husband. I, it just kind of like came blurted out of my mouth. Awkward. And like we immediately bonded over it. And she was like, Oh my God, is that weird? I was like, No, as long as he was nice to you. And she was like, He was so nice. Ooh la la. It was like, wonderful. Great. Good. Selena, you were creating a featured film, Single Mother by Choice, when you had to stop after you had a miscarriage. You decided to leave that very painful and personal moment in the film. Why? I think that uh, it's something we don't talk about enough. You know, the minute I started talking about the fact that I had a miscarriage, I realized that like half of my friends have had them too. And no one talked about it with me until I talked about it with them, which I thought was very strange because they're all close to me, but I guess they weren't really talking about it with anybody. And so what I realized in that moment is that it's just a lot more common than we realize. And I kind of wanted to put it in the film so that, you know, people who have gone through this experience don't feel so alone because it's a more common thing than we know. And, and we should all kind of be there to support each other through things like this. Kayla, your daughter considered you her personal beverage container. Looking <laughs> back, looking back, would you ever consider just bottle feeding if you had to do it all over again? You know, that's a great question, but I'm 18 months in now and I'm still breastfeeding. Because wow. I don't know how to stop <laughs> and I'm really trying, but it's yes. The answer is yes. If I ever, if I have a second child, there will be bottle feeding every day, all day. <laughs> Who influenced you comedically growing up, Selena? Wow. Growing up. It's so funny because I feel like now the comedians that inspire me a lot are like Ali Wong and Eliza Schlesinger. And it's a lot of female comedians that are, you know, doing really cool things, but growing up, there weren't so many of them. So I remember I loved, you know, Judd Apatow, a lot of his stuff. He wasn't doing uh, stand up so much, but eventually he did. And I started going to his shows and Adam Sandler and it was a lot of male comedians. But so it's been a really cool actually transition to see how the people I'm loving have become a lot of females. And I don't think there was that much space for females back in the day. How about you, Kayla? For me, it was Ellen DeGeneres. I started watching her special in her specials in high school. And then I read her book and like she was like the person that really inspired me. There are two momics with a Amazon Prime special on motherhood. Two moms, one mic, and they join us beyond the mic for the Rocking Eight. It's eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Since we have two guests, we'll alternate questions. Gayla, what's your favorite chick flick 
or rom-com movie? My God, <laughs> there's just so many. And then automatically I go to The Notebook, <laughs> which is just so Stop. dated. That's not a chick And flick. also not a comedy. <laughs> I know. I feel like I need to pick a comedy, but I'm still going to go with <laughs> Selena, do you stick to conventional fashion or do you like your own style? Ooh, I definitely like my own style. And literally to the degree that I remember, my husband makes fun of me all the time for my style because I'm pretty out there. And I literally one time bought the same shoe in two different colors and I decided I was going to wear one and one. And he was like, that is so insane. And I literally was like, watch me do it and start a trend. People are going to love it. And I walked out and people were like, where did you get those shoes? They're so fun. And I was like, ha. I win, you lose, get over it. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) For both of you, did either of you have a family home remedy that was passed down to you during your pregnancy and what did it cure during my pregnancy home remedies i was nauseous most of my pregnancy and so i just smelled packets of peppermint tea nice i didn't even drink the tea i just smelled the packets and it helped with the nausea that's actually funny so one of my home remedies and i'm actually from mexico is to just uh, cut a lemon in half and smell a lemon for nausea yeah Friends, what's the most disgusting thing you craved during your pregnancy? The most disgusting thing. Ooh, this is good. I crave tuna with a glass of milk. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Kayla, you got to try to beat that. (laughs) Like, it's not that weird, but I put fried chicken on avocado toast. So I would order two meals and then (laughs) smash them together and then eat them. That isn't bad. No, it wasn't bad, but it was it was two meals at one time. Kayla, what's the drink you love to make as a bartender, but would never, ever drink yourself? Oh, God, I haven't. I don't I, I guess like a, a cosmopolitan. I like making them, but I, I don't drink them. I was going to say that too, a cosmopolitan. <laughs> <laughs> Selena, what can someone bribe you with? You know what's interesting? Um, water, actually. I'm constantly in need of water. Also... I feel like I'm pretty easy to bribe. You'd also be probably happy with someone keeping the dog and kids so you can have a moment of peace. Yep. Give me some water. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. (laughs) What's the biggest misconceptions about motherhood? I don't even think this is a misconception that some people think that it's easy. If you just have one, they're like, George, when you have two, that's when it's tough. But when you have one, it's she's climbing now and it's tough. She just like will trust fall wherever she is and I have to catch her and it's very tough. Now, is it a challenge of daring you? You start to walk away and they want to jump, but they want to wait till you're just far enough away that you'll still run and catch them. Yeah, she's already doing like parkour and she's like a one and a half. Like I'm trying, I'm constantly trying to save her. I feel like it's interesting because, you know, throughout your pregnancy, you're anxious about so many things. And I think that there's this misconception that like once the baby comes out, then everything is okay. And I actually think that it's almost like pregnancy is prepping you for just like a lifetime of anxiety. It's like anxiety, get comfortable in here because you're just going to live here forever. You know, because all of a sudden you have this human being who you love more than yourself which, you know, for a lot of people, it's the first time they love someone more than they love themselves. And it's like constantly in danger. And so this anxiety just, I think, gets worse and doesn't go away. But it's also incredible. And I love being a mom more than anything. So, Who are your biggest influences in your life 
other than your parents? Definitely my son and also my husband. My husband is my business partner, uh, which is a, you know, strange, strange little marriage there. Lots of therapy, but uh, we do good stuff. We make like all of our projects together, which is incredible. Yeah, I think I wouldn't be where I am today without him and without the inspiration of my son as well. Kayla? Yeah, I would say my husband too. My husband is a lawyer, which is just like very helpful for me. Like I always feel safe. If I ever get in trouble, I can, in the back of my mind, I'll go, I have a husband and he's a lawyer and that's helpful. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the opposite. I do not feel safe at all. We're both like creatives. There's no safety net at all, but we're just going in there and we'll see what happens. If you're enjoying these conversations, please check out another Beyond the Mic episode to find more actors, artists, and people you need to know. We'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the Good Pods app. Two moms, one mic is the Amazon Prime special, and you are with the two stars with the back half Beyond the Mic. Who do you respect now in the comedy world? Who makes you want to be a better comic each day other than each other? I just watched John Mulaney's special, and he is just the best writer beyond talented. And um, Sebastian Maniscalco is also, he does a lot of act outs, and I just like look up to him, and he's just, his energy is amazing. Selena? I mean, for me, I feel like one of the best comedians I've seen in a really long time is Ali Wong. I mean, like, literally to the degree of her walk. Like I can tell now because I've been doing this for long enough that everything she's doing has been practiced, has been thought through. She knows when she's going to what side of the stage and why, you know, like it is not, but, but it's so thrown away and it feels so natural and it's so funny. And her expression on her face every time she delivers a joke is so on point. And to me, she just kind of talks about things that I think a lot of women haven't talked about. You know, and she really kind of goes there and and it's brave. And I just love her. I think she's a genius. Ladies, when your kids first get to sleep and that's that first sleep through the night and the hubby's not there saying, "Uh, you you get them, you you get them. (laughs) What was your first thought when they slept through the night? Uh, For me, it was so amazing. And I woke up feeling so refreshed. And then it was like pure panic being like, is the baby okay? (laughs) I think I actually had the same experience. I think I was like, I think I actually didn't sleep that night because I was like, is he supposed to wake up? What's going on? Should I go wake him up? My husband was like, don't do it. Stay out of the room. Now, it's one thing being a momic, but even funny people suffer. Did either of you deal with postpartum depression? I did not. But I do have some friends who have gone through it, and it's been very tough. I was very lucky in that way, but I also, you know, gave birth during a global pandemic. So, you know, we all get our, (laughs) what you know, there's different versions of how things are hard, right? So, Kayla? I definitely think I had the baby blues, like, the first few weeks. I did this special with Selena because I really wanted, obviously I'm so happy with the baby, but I also wanted a goal, something to look forward to writing material. So I still felt like myself because when you have a baby, it's all consuming, constantly focused on this other human and keeping this other human alive. And so trying to balance that for the, I would say the first eight weeks was a challenge. Selena, Kayla, 
How did the pandemic change the way you master your craft? Well, for me, I mean, it's interesting because I actually made a movie during the pandemic, during uh, my pregnancy called Single Mother by Choice on HBO Max. You guys should all watch it. But I filmed once a month. So I was literally writing, shooting and editing every month of my pregnancy, which is insane, especially during a global pandemic, because I was 100 percent sure I was going to die. And it was the zombie apocalypse. I wasn't sure if I was going to meet my baby. Like this was, you know, pre-vaccine. So it really just felt like the end of the world. And I wasn't sure if I was just doing this to keep me sane or, you know, to feel alive while I was alive because God knows what we were going to die. Like it was so crazy. But I think it also definitely put things in perspective in terms of, you know, what matters and where you put your time and how much you love what you do. And I think making that movie like kept me sane or I would have lost my mind. And it is, you know, a dramedy. I do a lot of comedy with kind of like grounded in, you know, reality, uh, which is a lot of what my comedy is like too in stand up. I think sometimes the funniest things are grounded in real hard things. And we did this special, you know, after that. But I think that definitely a lot of what I went through informed a lot of the jokes I wanted to tell and helped me kind of form a sense for what I thought would be funny for the special. Kayla? So for me, I did a lot of Zoom comedy. Like every week I was doing Zoom comedy shows, which was like more challenging than an in-person show because people are sitting on their couches in their boxers, eating food half listening and getting their attention was like such a fun challenge for me. And so I was writing every single day. I was writing new jokes every day. I used to never sit down and write. I would improvise a lot on stage and then I would find a joke that way. But during COVID, I really had to sit down and write and then perform my material for my dog. And I did that every morning as I'd run my set for my dog every morning and then I would have a Zoom comedy show at night and, and practice that way. Did the dog ever give you that side eye like, Mom, yeah. I didn't get that joke? <laughs> 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 yeah. Kayla, which story of Selena's is your favorite story and vice versa? Oh, my God. Well, I, I think talking about the COVID baby, like during the zombie apocalypse and just like how we're all just like OCD scrubbing our groceries. I was like, it was so timely and relatable. And I love that joke. I actually loved Kayla's joke when she talks about how you meet your frenemy from high school and they just look happy, you know, and how hard that is (laughs) because I thought that was just so funny. It's really relatable. And there's, you know, I, I just think to myself, I've, this has happened to me many times, but it's like, you know, you want the person that was mean in high school to just like be unhappy or to be like in a corner having a hard time somehow. And sometimes they're just beautiful and doing great and it just kills you. <laughs> and you want to grit your teeth together and say, I am so happy to see you. That's why I don't go to high school reunions. Yeah. <laughs> Two Moms, One Mic stars Kayla Crawford and Selena Ringel beyond the mic. Their incredible Amazon Prime special is out now. Selena, what's the best thing you remember doing in Vegas? What's the best thing I remember doing in Vegas? I think that you're, this is a setup question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because I do have a new movie coming out. 
That is um, based on an experience I had in Vegas. I guess if we're going to get into it, I kissed a girl and I liked it. And uh, that inspired a movie that should be coming out soon called You, Me, and Her, which I wrote, produced, and starred in that my husband, Dan Levy Daggerman, directed. Gayla, you're an avid reader. What's the last book you read? That's so interesting. I I just started reading a book called Lucky, and I'm on page one. So I can't tell you how it is yet, but so far it's good. So, Selena, what was your favorite class at the AFI Conservatory? There were so many amazing classes. I think my favorite part was being on set. You know, we were on set four days a week for two years, which is intense. It's a little traumatic sometimes, but I feel like you kind of walk away with this like machine-like quality that you don't even realize you've like become, but it was, yeah, it was an incredible, incredible school and it taught me so much and I still have some of my best friends are from AFI, so I'm very grateful. Kayla, what was the first thought out of the airplane when you did your first skydive? Oh, well, I did it because I was dating a guy at the time and I thought he would think it was cool. And that was just, it was, I was 10,000 feet in the air going, why am I doing this? This is the dumbest thing you've ever done. I cannot believe I gave this to someone as a birthday gift. I gave it as a birthday gift. And then I jumped out of the plane and then we broke up a couple weeks later. I did this for you. (laughs) Selena, Kayla, what's the one lesson you got from your mom that makes you a better mom today? say for me, actually, one of the things my mom did that I really appreciate um, is she made it very, very clear that having us was just a joy and there was no resentment. And I think that sometimes as a mom, you know, you start to resent your kid in certain ways because, you know, you don't have time or you don't have this or you feel like you're not doing enough of you or whatever. And I don't think any mom ever does it on purpose. But it's an interesting thing that I think the child can definitely feel. And I think one of the things that my mom did, which I'm, you know, very conscious of doing with my child is just really acknowledging like what a joy he is to be around and how much I like wanted this and want this. And, you know, so whatever time isn't for me is resentment free because this is something I really wanted, and I'm so lucky I got to have. Kayla? It's sort of similar. My mom always says all I've ever wanted in life was to, to be a mom and to have kids. Like, that was, like, her only goal, and she had three kids, and she's so proud of all of them. And she just is over the top in everything. Like, she would pack me a lunch, but there would be, like, six chocolate chip cookies and, like, two Subway sandwiches and, like, a $20 bill and, like, four bottles of water like people would come over and I would share lunch with all the other kids because my mom always just was over the top overdid it and I get it now because I'm going to be the same way so Kayla what's the one lesson you got from your dad that you totally understand now well my dad was a producer like he did movies like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid he did the sting he was a child actor he was nominated for an Emmy like he was a big deal and so was my uncle and so but whenever he would go to like t- do, do talkbacks at Yale, he would always say my greatest accomplishment are my kids. And I would always just be like, oh, my God, Dad, that's so embarrassing. Like they want to know about the movies. But it was never that. He always just was so proud of us. How about you, Selena? I think the biggest thing that my dad 
taught me was just like how to be silly. Like he's so silly, you know, and he's so playful and he's willing to kind of dance and sing and tickle. And I think all those things, it's, uh, you know, every household is different and there's no right or wrong way, but this household is so silly and I just love that. And I love that for my kid. So yeah, it's been really valuable. How has comedy changed for the better and the worse lately? Hmm. Well, I'd say it's twofold. I think on one hand, people talk about things that they've never talked about before. And I think that's a really good thing. And I love how much community there is around what different people have gone through. There's a lot of things that are traumatic, mental health problems, you know, miscarriage, like we discussed. There's so many things that were just so taboo back in the day. Nobody talked about them. So it's really nice that we can shed a light on it with comedy, that we can come together as a community and all these things. On the other hand, I think it's also... Because now anyone can say anything, people sometimes say things that are really hurtful to other people. And then there's kind of become this line of like what you're allowed to say and not say in comedy, which I think didn't exist before. Right. It was like you used to go watch comedy and you just knew that was part of the deal. It's kind of like if you went to go see, you know, like a wrestling match. Right. Like you knew someone might get hurt but you were down for the experience, you were paying for that ticket and you knew that that was a possibility. And I feel like now, and I understand the sensitivity, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm Jewish, I'm Mexican. I'm, you know, there's, there's a lot to make fun of. Um, but I also, I also think that like comedy was kind of like this space where you could just say whatever you wanted and now it's not. And I I do think there's pros and cons to that because, you know, some things that are said, especially with people who are really, really popular, can really change people's minds about things and, and, you know, certain hatred can come out. And so it's tricky, but there is, I think, a sensitivity that's hurting kind of the level of the comedy that some people can have. And so I think it's about finding that middle ground. Like, I don't think it should ever be hateful, but I do think that there should be an openness to the, you know, to what comedy can be about. So how has working together changed you and what do you see in your future together? Working together has just been so amazing because when you do stand up, you're basically alone. And when you do an hour long special, you're alone. Or even when you do, you know, you're part of a 10 minute hour long special with other comedians, you aren't working together. You're not workshopping material. Whereas Selena and I, Every single week, we would meet up on Zoom or in person, and we would run our sets for each other. And it was just like this camaraderie. And I truly like found someone that I consider like a best friend because we just get each other. We support each other. This is someone that I'm genuinely appreciate as a friend and also look up to as like someone who's an actress, a writer, a comedian. And she just balances all of it just so effortlessly. Selena? Yeah, I agree. No, it's been honestly like I feel so lucky to have gone on this journey with Kayla and I feel like I've learned so much from her. And I mean, Kayla is um, like a more established comedian than I am. And I feel like, you know, for me and it's funny because when I first met her, I remember I was like, oh, wow, she's so good. Can I talk to her? I dated her husband. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But then when when we became friends and we started working on this together, it was like there were so many things about how she does things and how she, you know, remembers her jokes and how she practices. And, you know, she has just so much determination. 
I have a lot of determination too, but you know, I had never really put so much of myself into stand up as I did with this special with her. And I feel like I was really able to learn so much from her. And yeah, and she became one of my best friends, which is just like an extra, you know, bonus. yeah, a little bonus. So that was um, amazing. And I feel like we really complement each other really well. What is more challenging, being a mom or a momic? <laughs> uh, equal. They're both difficult. If you're if you're a mom, it's finding yourself and knowing who you are and not getting lost in, in just being a mom and still finding that balance is tough. And if you're a mom, it gets tough. Cause if you want to go on tour, I'm just like, do I bring the baby with me? Like, does she, does she go with me? If I want a second kid, does he or she go with me? You know? So that's a challenge. It's time for two big questions with two big comedians, Kayla Crawford and Selena Ringle from two moms. One might be on the mic. How has the road changed you as comedians? And what do you want your children to see from your work? I think for me, one of the biggest things is just like, I know that I am brave. And it's funny because people tell me all the time, they're like, you're so brave. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I'm good, but I know that I'm brave. You know, (laughs) No no one can take that away from me because I am constantly putting myself out there. And I don't stop putting myself out there no matter how many risks I have to take, no matter how many times I get rejected, no matter how many people don't like what I'm doing. It's like, I keep putting in the time to refine and get better and go back out there, refine and get better and go back out there. And I think that whatever happens, you know, whether it's comedy or my movies or, you know, anything, the fact that I have the capacity to get up after every time is really valuable because we're in a world where it's really scary to put yourself out there. And more and more with social media and all these different things, it's like, we're almost, I think, becoming like more insulated and people are having a harder time, like communicating and being honest and being authentic because there's so much fear of what if someone doesn't like me? What if someone doesn't think I look good enough? What if it's not funny enough? What if I show up and I suck and people turn it off? And it's like, but there's no way of winning without that, right? Like the definition of failure needs to be redefined because you can't succeed without failing along the way. So it's almost like we should just embrace the failure and just keep showing up and eventually, hopefully it works out. And I think comedy has done so much for me in that regard. What do you think, Kayla? You're never immune to a bad show. No matter how big you are as a comic, you're always going to have a show where you bomb, where a joke didn't hit because you're constantly having to write new material. You perfect your hour and then you get to, you have to throw it all away and you start again. So, I mean, I'm going to teach my child, like, you have to fail in order to succeed. You have to have some really big losses and you have to say, like, what did I learn from that? When I had a bad show, what did I learn? Why didn't it hit? How can I work on it? How can I perfect that joke so it does hit the next time? Why should people watch Two Moms, One Mic? Because it is hilarious. And because if you're a mommy, you're going to relate to it. And we're so much fun. And um, we put a lot of work into it. And I think it's a really good show. It's a quick half hour. We talk about our husbands. We talk about our kids. We talk about our personal life. We dive deep. It's a very fun, quick watch. One always needs water. The other crave fried chicken and avocado. 
Kind of weird. They shared a man years apart, but they did. I'm going to get in trouble for that one. They want you to watch Two Moms, One Mike on Amazon Prime. Kayla Crawford, Selena Ringel, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic.